0: support for comics for fun and profit is brought to you by manscaped the best in men's below-the-waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene join over 4 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with code c4fap at manscaped.com I've been with Manscaped since the 1.0, and now we're on the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest trimmer ever. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproofed and also has an LED spotlight for more precision shaving. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code C4FAP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com when you use the code C4FAP. That's the letter C, the number 4, F-A-P, at Manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use
1: the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Aloha, this is Jason from Hawaii welcome to a special edition of the comics for fun and profit podcast in this episode i am welcoming back a friend of the show eric burnham you know he is here to talk about his new limited series gi joe saturday morning um, saturday morning adventures issue now issue one is um already out in stores issue two comes out on march 23rd um Also, I'm going to be talking to Eric about the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. So listeners, please note that, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, we're going to talk about spoilers. Um, And, you know, and I'm hoping to um, and I'm going to also talk to Eric about um, his one of his books that he did recently. It's um, called One is Downside, Not Far Just Down. And and, you know, and also I'm going to leave it open to Eric if he wants to talk about any future projects he has coming up.
2: So, Eric, how are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. Oh. Thank you again for having me. No, Eric, like I said, thank you very much for coming back.
1: Just thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so um, for list, for if you're a new listener to the show and, you know, want to know a little bit more about Eric, you know, please check out the Comics for Fund and Profit um, podcast episode uh, 638 that came out last year on May 9th, 2021. Okay, so Eric, um, before we start jumping into everything, where can listeners follow you on
2: social media? Okay, well, um Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Eric Burnham, which is my name, E-R-I-K Burn Ham. Super easy. Um, and uh my website is burnamania.com, which is the last name plus ania nice little portmanteau i i put together so long ago i i probably should have gotten rid of it a long time ago but my my uh eric wasn't available at the time <laughs> so <laughs> i went crazy anyway th- those are those are the easy places to 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 find me i should probably get a link tree up or something like that it would be easier huh yeah, that's
1: all right <laughs> all right so all right eric we're just going to jump right in we're going to start do it. talking about gi joe saturday morning adventures now yes um you know before I you know before I start asking you uh, yeah actually um yeah you know, um yeah I'm gonna just ask you how awesome was it to get this gig? Or actually, oh man. Before, well, I'm sorry before I asked it um, sure before we talk about that I'm sorry um I, I missed this question you know um did you um did you and your brothers um watch the
2: t- cartoons growing up? Yeah oh yeah absolutely um they uh, they were on every day after school and I know everybody has brought up. Why is it called Saturday morning adventures? It was on an after school. It was a weekday show. Well, there was a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I think IDW is planning to use Saturday morning adventures for other uh other comics that mm-hmm. you know take, take it taken from cartoons in the in the similar manner to this. So it's 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 a little bit of a brand. Yes. Um also I I think Saturday morning adventures sounds better than syndicated weekday afternoon adventures. Yes. A little, yeah. little, little little slicker rolls off the tongue better. Mm-hmm. But um No, we did. Uh, We watched him. I was not allowed to have the G.I. Joe toys because my brother got to them first. He picked Mm -hmm. them. I had, I had Transformers. I had, you know, He-Man. I had other stuff, but he had G.I. Joe, but we watched the show and we always got kind of a kick out of it. And I do remember to this day, every once in a while, the cartoon would throw a curveball. that was so weird. Even I, (laughs) elementary school, watching it going, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, Egyptian gods, pardon me? So, I mean, uh, yeah, but it was it was a fun watch, and I always got a kick out of it. And, uh, you know, it uh, aided my brother playing with his toys, so he loved watching it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, uh, we did. We watched it.
1: All right. uh, sorry, off-the-cuff question, I'm going to ask your brother. Does he have uh, maybe, like, one or two um, of those figures still now? Did he hang on to any of the original figures?
2: They are gosh um it's entirely possible that they are in a you know a sealed box somewhere at our parents house yeah, yeah, yeah. um and and they were played with hard so i I, <laughs> I don't know i i do remember um getting in trouble i took one of his figures once they had the little you know the gi joe's had the little rubber band holding the tops and the bottoms yes, together yes. and i was just like well look at this look at this it it, it like ricochets if you snap oh crap and his his um, his, I think it was airtight was the figure. He he all of a sudden was came in two parts. So I had to save up money and replace his figure. <laughs> and um, I more of them are in that condition than not. But that one I remember particularly because I had to replace it.
1: <laughs> no,
2: but I know because uh, I know what you mean
1: because I have just a handful of those original action figures, mm-hmm. and I want to say probably. 10 years ago? I can't remember. It was a while ago. But mm-hmm. I remember um one of the action figures, one of the G.I. Joe's, I can't remember. He was the guy who was always in the winter thing. He had the skis and everything, all the accessories. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went through the action figures and I was like, Oh, look, he- oh, this is pretty cool. He's still taking and then it just broke in my hand because after all those years, the rubber just dries out.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> oh I- man. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right,
2: now I'm going to jump right in. So how did you get this awesome gig? Okay, well, it's a kind of a confluence of things. First off, excuse me, um, you know, Dan Schoning, who I've worked with for many years, he started an animation, and he can nail anything that has... Uh, a good design. If he can get a design sheet, he can nail the design. He is just Mm -hmm. amazing with that. And like I said, it came from animation. So um, animated uh, designs are are his specialty. Mm -hmm. Nails the stuff dead on. The first time we did that was when we did the Ghostbusters and uh, real Ghostbusters team up. Mm -hmm. He nailed the real Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, that started seeding the idea in uh, Tom Waltz's, our editor's head. Mm -hmm. Um, later on, a few years later, we did a Transformers and Ghostbusters crossover and Dan used for his models, the animated, the, uh, 1984 animated Transformers. And that's at the point when Tom said, okay, no, we've got to do a GI Joe book. Uh-huh. Initially he was thinking maybe we'd do a GI Joe, excuse me, a GI Joe and Transformers book. Yes. But, um, Hasbro said no at the time they had, they had, you know, it was one of those things where, uh, they had plans for something else. Whether the plans uh, fell through or not, at the time, they, they, they didn't want any, anybody else encroaching on on whatever idea they had at the time. Could have been a toy line, could have been a, an animated movie, but they just okay. said, you know, hold off, don't do a crossover. Mm-hmm. But we can do, you can do an animated, you know, Transformers or G.I. Joe. So Tom said, all right, we're going to do a G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had the G.I. Joe Transformers thing all plotted out and it was beyond bonkers. I mean, mm-hmm. I threw every little bit of weirdness in there and he said, okay, no, you can't do any of that stuff. Uh, you can't uh-huh. use the transformers come up with something different and um and then I did and then it was you know months and months of waiting because you know waiting for uh, Dan to finish drawing the project he was on uh-huh. uh, so he could he could make time to do this because I mean him and Luis uh, Delgado they are the stars of the show um anybody could probably write a serviceable uh, Sunbo Jiha Joe but not every artist can make it look just like you know a screen capture of the cartoon yeah. so it, we were waiting on them and that's kind of what took so long
1: mm-hmm. oh okay um now um i i know you, you know you meant yeah you were talking about the cartoons and how sometimes it just took these weird turns and you know the mm-hmm. and then like you mentioned about the egyptian gods and so forth mm-hmm. because i read the first issue and i'm going and i'm just going to ask you you know on you know how did you come up with this 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 amazing first issue. I love the first issue.
2: Okay. Well, thanks. And it really was exactly that. Uh, it was the Egyptian gods episode. I was watching some old episodes of G.I. Joe um, you know, to prepare to write this. And I saw that one. I said, that's just so weird. And it opens up the kind of stuff that I can you know, get away with in this miniseries. Yes. And there's a lot of science fiction stuff. And I know I've heard a couple of uh, podcasts and seen a couple of reviews saying they wish that we would have done more sci-fi, uh, more of a sci-fi based plot. I get that. Yeah. But I'm not going to come up with something better than like the mass device or the weather dominator or some of the other sci-fi concepts they had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, you know, comics can get away with some weird stuff too. So, you know, I figured Dan would have fun drawing a genie. Let's throw a genie. And they haven't done this. I know they haven't done this in the cartoon. So uh-huh. it's not going to be something, uh-huh. uh, that, that people go, well, they already did this. And, yeah. you know, it's not as good as the cartoon. So, you know, I mean, it was just, it was just one of those things and, uh, it felt right. And it felt fun. And I knew yes. Dan would, uh, draw the hell out of it. So that's, that's kind of why we went with, uh, went with the genie. Yeah, because it's... Because, yeah, you know, I'm sorry,
1: because all throughout this podcast, I'm going to keep saying I love that first issue. Well,
2: thanks. Well, it's it's, not, I, I mean, I'm hoping the rest of them get as good a reaction as the first one. Because, you know, um, you know, when... And, and you just start off with a bang.
1: Cobra, you know, Cobra Commander finds the, you know, Aladdin's lamp and, and the genie comes out. and You know, um, but the genie... And I'm not, gonna, and I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not going to try to spoil too much in this issue, but, but the genie seems like he's playing a role in this too, because I, there's that one panel. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, you mm-hmm. uh, know, yeah. So yeah, um, and like, and like, and I also got to comment on um, Dan's artwork because, uh, you know, you saw my notes. I mean, mm-hmm. ish. It's like I was, it, it's, 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 yeah. Like I'm really, I, I, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, you know, it, it brought me back to the days when I was watching GI Joe, mm-hmm. you know, but the thing is, you know, look, just reading the comic, it's more of a, a high definition
2: cartoon. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love
1: it. You know?
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Dan's specialty. He just, you throw him anything animated, and he's going to nail it. Uh
1: huh. Okay. So um, I know um that you said that uh, you and Tom are waiting for Dan to finish one project before, uh, he, you know, he, you know, he started on the GI Joe limited series with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of adjusting one of my questions. So when Tom um said, "Hey, let's do a GI Joe," you know, um, uh, you know, um, comic. Did he pair you up with Dan,
2: or did you say, "Hey, maybe Dan would be good or oh uh, no he no. he knew he was going to have us do this from go he He knew that we were going to work together <laughs> okay. so I mean yeah, no we, we work well together and we work well on this kind of stuff, so I mean it was it was a even um even if I hadn't been involved, he definitely would have been using Dan and Luis. Okay. So, so yeah, absolutely. But I mean, yeah, we we enjoy working together. I mean, I hope they enjoy working with me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. So I mean, it was it was uh, it was definitely you know for as long as we thought about doing this, going back to uh, GI Joe, uh, or excuse me, going back to Transformers and Ghostbusters back in what twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we we uh, we planned on doing this at some point. It just kind of took longer than anybody figured it would.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna like let our if there's any new listeners or. Anyone, you know, new to comics, you know, Eric and Dan, you know, they have a long work history. You know, Eric and Dan, you know, as Eric has mentioned, they've worked on Ghostbusters. And also, Eric and Dan also did the um, Godzilla limited series um, that came out last year. So if you guys get a chance, you know, check out their past works. Now, Eric, I'm joking on this part. Okay, when you got this cool job, you know, did you ask for any like little bonuses? Hey, um, can I, can, can I, can I, you know, get, get a little extra money so I can buy the G.I. Joe cartoon series in Blu-ray just to do research?
2: they they they're 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 too smart for me they would have said you know it's on tubi why don't you just go ahead and watch that and we'll keep our money um but no seriously uh no i i never i never think to do something like that i i probably should i wish i i wish i was smart enough to think to ask for uh for bonus stuff but no it it didn't occur to me and that's well that's on me (laughs) oh no no
1: wait yeah yeah, like i said i'm just joking no i know you're joking but still
2: (laughs) i i thought it
1: through (laughs)
2: <laughs> Why don't I ever ask for perks, man? What's wrong with me? <laughs> All right.
1: One other perk. I'm just joking on this part. Too. One of the other perks. Did you ever ask them to, hey, you know, can I, can can you guys buy me certain action figures? Because I need to see how, you know, Cobra Commander stands under certain lights. and And, and if I have to write the script to Dan to make sure... The lighting's captured perfectly, anything
2: like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yeah, see, yeah, no, no. Dan, Dan could get away with this. I, yeah. Now I should, I should have told him. Dan, ask for it, yeah. and then when you're done. <laughs> oh, but uh, but yeah, yeah, no. I uh, I wish I, I truly do. I truly wish I had, I had uh, thought to ask for some of the stuff over the years from people. It's just I mean, I, I, like I said, joke or not, I'm just like, why didn't I ever ask for something cool, man? What the heck? Uh-huh all right
1: now you know and and um in, okay so and, so i'm going to kind of be a little s- kind of serious but you know um i we know that unfortunately the and we know and like you mentioned in one of your twitter feeds that you know that it's a business side but we know that everyone knows that the transformers and the gi joe license is going to correct me if i'm wrong
2: skybound right uh, i hadn't heard okay. officially. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, I heard that rumor, oh, okay. but I, I couldn't I couldn't say yes or no okay. uh, with concrete knowledge.
1: Yeah, um, but the thing but the thing is it's kind of like um, uh, but we know that um, that IDW no longer has no it will no longer have the license to these uh, licensed properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to ask you. What were f- some of the fun things you like working on the Transformer series? Oh, and I forgot to mention that you also work on the Transformer series as well too.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Beast Wars. Um, I-, I mean, Beast Wars—they just gave me so much leeway to do uh, both different things and the same things in slightly different ways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I had um, I had a lot of fun uh, with Beast Wars and the latitude they gave me. The only downside, of course, is we had a bunch of other stuff that we would have loved to do and we're setting up to do and had to wrap up sooner than we had intended. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's always a bummer, but on the other hand, it's also something that you got to expect even taking licensed properties out of the equation. Sometimes the decision for whatever reason, um, from, from sales to somebody in editorial just doesn't like the book (laughs) and, and you know, any number of reasons why a book gets canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know sometimes you you just you just got to be ready to wrap things up so uh it it was the case with this and you know license um, license properties change all the time idW had uh, transformers in GI Joe for a very long time, so people don't think <laughs> that um, they, they they don't think about it as something that that moves easily, but it does it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, things also move back. I mean, Marvel had Conan. They lost Conan. They yeah. got Conan back. Yeah. Dark Horse uh, had Star Wars. They lost Star Wars. They're going to be doing Star Wars again here pretty quick. Yeah. So it's um, it's musical chairs, and it's no there's no animosity. Uh, there's no um, there's no frustration. It's just well, why don't we try? This? It's it's in many ways. It's a lot like let's do a reboot of the series. Let's do a new number one. Let's try mm-hmm. a new creative team. It's just another thing. Let's try a new publisher. There's, they have something there. It'll get attention just because it's different. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Hasbro is about Hasbro's properties and bringing in more money and doing something different will generally bring more money. So um, I get it. And uh, there's, you know, every, everybody, it's disappointing for the folks working on the books now, but mm-hmm. it, you know, no, no animosity. Yeah.
1: And you know, for a and I'm going to ask you like for me and for the listeners, mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned, you've worked on beast wars, you know, what is one storyline? What is one storyline that you wrote? Um, um, that you're proud of. What is one storyline that you would recommend to me and the listeners to check out?
2: Mm. It's tricky because the thing that I am proudest of kind of, um, weaves in and out of other storylines. Mm-hmm. And that was the, um, it's a turtle character scold coming out of her shell is the terrible pun but uh she is throughout the course of the first um 11 issues 10 issues of the book she's bullied by another uh evil you know robot predicon uh-huh. uh and finally she she's she's just had enough he uh he kills somebody that she was friends with and you know she's she's had enough of him and he's done. Uh-huh. Uh so I was just it was just the build up to that that I I had meant it to take a little bit longer than 11 issues but that's where we had to slot it in. Uh-huh. Um that that's probably one of the ones but I mean that doesn't answer that's not a specific uh, that's not a specific story. Um maybe 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 I guess the guess the easiest thing would would probably be the the first um the first six, is, yeah. The first six issues tells a complete story. Then, uh-huh. um, and then we have a, a two-issue story, a one-issue uh-huh. story, and a three-issue story. So they're all. I, I guess I guess start with the beginning. Go go with the first uh, the first trade. That's uh, that's that's easy to, to get into. It's easy to understand. And um, yeah, I, I guess just start at the beginning, and then everything else there is kind of shaded based on what's in that first book. So.
1: Oh, okay, all right. No, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the recommendation. All right. I'm going to move on um, to the movie Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to set this up for listeners again. You know, there will be spoilers. Um, I'm going to be honest I have not seen the movie. I finally bought the digital copy mm-hmm. uh, last week, it was on sale on one of the digital platforms. And, you know, I just need to find some time to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I know the spoilers because, dude, you know, because I haven't been back to theaters on a regular basis since this whole pandemic began. So I knew yeah. all the spoilers.
2: <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, did you see the movie? I did. I did see the movie. Yes. And then what did you think? I, You know what? I, I really loved it. And I was a mark for it. I knew I was going to love it. I watched it, and, and because I'd been working on the book and the characters so long, there were some times where I went, ooh, I would have done it differently. But yeah. that's, that's, that's natural. I, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying, well, I could have done a better job than Jason Reitman. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, I just, you know, I had those twinges of I, I would have spun this joke differently. And, and it's a reflex. I can't help it. But I loved the movie. I enjoyed what they did. I enjoyed that um, it had heart to it. I really liked that.
1: Yes, um yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um since we're kinda sorta a little bit on the topic, you know, um, you know, um will are you guys gonna try to um uh, will there be a new Ghostbusters comic series
2: from you and Dan in, in the future? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I can't I honestly can't say uh yes or no for sure, um, because that is uh that's above my pay grade. I will be ready to do another series when they say go, they just haven't said go yet. A whole bunch of things have gotten in the way of a a new book Mm -hmm. coming out. um, From the, the delays from the pandemic to the delays on the movie to just um, waiting for somebody to decide that uh, it was time to start working on, you know, making it all come together. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, as soon as they say, yes, start, go, Mm -hmm. I'll be ready to do it. So. And uh, excuse me, I hit a little, a little hiccup there, but um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I can't I can't really say anything more one way or the another because uh, beyond speculation, beyond you know what I do know or what I don't know, I don't want anybody thinking the wrong thing i don't want i don't want sony or idw to think i'm talking out of school so i'll I'll say maybe and you know if it doesn't happen then you know it's a bummer and it doesn't happen but if it does hey cool uh you know i'm excited to work on it so yeah so maybe is the best answer i can give
1: so and i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna throw this in eric you know for me Mm -hmm. because um um preparing for last year's interview um i i remember and i'm recommending to listeners i picked up the trade um ghostbusters everyone answers a call Mm -hmm. if you guys if for new listeners um who want to check out um, eric's work on ghostbusters i picked that up i love the trade it was great it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun so you know um for you know um new comic book readers who want to check out the ghostbusters i I would recommend you guys check that out the other key thing too with um dan's he drops a little Easter eggs here and there.
2: (laughs) So many, I tell you, I was just going over um, some of the older issues uh, Mm -hmm. recently rereading them. I haven't reread them in 10 years. Mm -hmm. I'm finding stuff that I still didn't know was there. So he hides stuff so well (laughs) and there's so much of it. So yeah, no, you'll, you'll have plenty of time finding stuff.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Because, and, and no, but I, yeah, it's like, it's, it's great. It, it really is. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to move on to some of your future projects. So, mm-hmm. when I was writing the questions and so forth, I came across this on your Twitter page. Now, it's a book that came out recently called Downside Not Far, Just Down. Yeah. Now, yeah. B- before I start as, uh, um, asking questions, um, this is, um, you know, you get, you know, um, you know, those um, what pe- you know, um, praises or you know, things on mm-hmm. the back part of the book. Now, mm-hmm. now, start. Now, this is what was written on the book, and Eric, you, you know, this already, so oh, yeah, why is Eric doing this when he could be writing more licensed comics for actual money? Yes, from Erica Schultz, she's the writer of Forgotten Home from um, mm-hmm. coming out soon from Dark Horse, By Lines in Blood and the deadliest bouquet. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, yeah, she she was, It, it's a silly pull quote because it's a silly book. I mean, the other one on there was from uh, my friend Evan Shaner who basically quoted, ah, no! And that was his reaction to one of the puns in the book. And I said, I'm going to put that on the back. He goes, oh, I, I dare you. Uh, so I put it on the back. But what this is, it's just, um, I have a Patreon and I put up two uh comics a week okay and i uh i i've I've, you know tried different uh, formats and and what i wound up with is a square format and and i put it together in this book um so yeah it's just it's just a you know a year year and a half worth of 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 comic strips that i did on the side Mm -hmm. for fun that i that i put up on my patreon and it's there's a lot of puns there's pop culture stuff i mean there's more stuff uh, not just on the Patreon. I also put it up, um, uh, downsidecomics.com, downsidecomics, Twitter, downsidecomics, Instagram. I also put the comic strips up there. So, I mean, you don't have to (laughs) pay. And I, I put some stuff on the, uh, the online sites that I didn't necessarily put in the book. Some, some of the, um, some of the more pop culture puns, uh, you know, more, uh, more blatant, I guess, you know, Darth, Darth Vader in a cowboy hat kind of a thing, you know, <laughs> but uh, I just, yeah, no, they're, they're, just, they're just silly jokes and, um, you know, I mean, ridiculous things that occur to me and I, I just put it together why I did it the way I did uh, print on demand on Amazon is because I've been so busy. There is no way on earth I could ever do a Kickstarter and handle the fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just figured, okay, I'll, 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 put it on, you know, people can get it on Kindle. They can, they can, they can get a, uh, a print copy. The only downside huh, pun noted, um, is that the printing is a little uneven. Sometimes it looks absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, deep blacks, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a little faded, and you never know which one you're going to get. So that's kind of frustrated me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, 90% of the time, the book looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it's just its just a little bit of weirdness. It's the, the type of stuff that I don't necessarily... <laughs> uh ever have a chance to get in comics because the editors will stop me from putting in these kind of jokes yeah um one of the uh, one of the ones that um tom waltz the the ghostbusters editor he 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 wrote me after he saw it and just said why why did you why did you do this and it was a, i i put it at a comic convention and there was a darth vader Mm -hmm. he he has the bag he's got the the lanyard and he's looking at uh three other cosplayers who are dressed like members of the a team there's Uh there's a there's a ba there's a murdoch and there's a hannibal and darth vader is saying i find your lack of face disturbing (laughs) so this is this is that's the one that's the one that got tom he said why 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 would you why would you do this and I mean, th- those are the kind of, of just terrible dad jokes that I put in the book. So I mean, um, yeah. And, 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 and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's my kind of fun. That's, that's, that's kind of nonsense that nobody else is going to pay me to do. So I'm going to do it for myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, um, that's summing it up.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to um, off, um, off the cuff question because I, because uh, I kind of know a little bit about your background but in case for new listeners now you're also you're also an artist too correct because you, did, uh, you I'm did a little this rusty but podcast. yeah
2: I, I did start out writing and drawing my own stories and I've, I found that I've preferred letting other people draw them but mm-hmm. if push comes to shove mm-hmm. um, you know give me enough time and I can I can do a story yeah
1: mm-hmm. um, one character I want to ask you about because, I'm going to say this book sounds just right for me. Mm -hmm. But one character I want to ask you about, because I just thought it was the funniest one. Mm
2: -hmm. Ted, Mm -hmm. the
1: unemployed Grim Reaper.
2: Yes. Um, Well, see, okay. So initially the downside started, and I should explain the title real quick. It doesn't have anything to do with Gary Larson's Far Side, which is why I added the not far, just down. Um, it's, it's kind of a nod to, um, Spaceballs, to Mel Brooks. Yeah. You know, there's, there's two sides to every Schwartz. He got the upside. I got the downside. So I took, yeah, that's where I got that from. And, uh, so yeah, no, initially it was just a comic strip. It was just a, you know, a, a daily comic strip that I did until I found that I couldn't keep up with the daily comic strip working a full-time job at the time. Um, and it was, it took place at an apartment complex. There was, um, there was Paul and his brother, Joey. They were two characters and they pop up in the, uh, the new book as well, Paul and Joey. Um, and they had, there was, there was other people who lived at the apartment complex and one of them was a grim reaper and he was unemployed because his bosses were just looking for, you know, a new image. So he was, he was let go. And so the, the entirety of, of it is just the grim reaper being unemployed and bored and doing ridiculous stuff. And, um, you know, that's that's. I don't know why I started drawing a Grim Reaper, but once I I started putting him into the comic strips, I looked for a backstory, and well, I guess he's unemployed. That's why he's there all the time, and it just it just went from there. The the silliness of it. His name is Ted because uh, that was my grandpa's name, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Ted just sounds like a funny name for a Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I guess, uh, and um, and yeah, no, I just. Uh, he it's, it's funny to see the, the Grim Reaper interacting weirdly with, with another character. And then, you know, after I do this comic strip for, for a couple of years, I see that, that family guy is doing the same thing. I'm like, well, crap, mm-hmm. but I'm still, <laughs> I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, for all I know, they, they, um, they could have uh, Seth MacFarlane couldn't got the inspiration from one of Jim Carrey's first movies where he plays the Grim Reaper who is stalking a guy all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to come in and, and kill you. And then the guy is such a jerk that he says, mm-hmm. he, he, he sends him back to earth says, I'm not going back for him. <laughs> he's, he's mean, but uh, you know, it's just absolutely a ridiculous movie. And um, I can't even remember the title of it, but uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's probably on YouTube. So <laughs> Jim Carrey, Grim Reaper, people will be able to find it on YouTube. I'm sure.
1: All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to, um, the next question I'm going to ask, um, I'm just asking, do you have any future projects you can talk about right now?
2: Um, yes, yes. One just got announced this week. Um, I'm working on a couple of other comics, three other comic series right now that I can't talk about because they mm-hmm. haven't been announced, but I am busy. I... Just announced this week um, that Insight Editions is doing an official Ghostbusters cookbook, mm-hmm. and I contributed to that. Obviously, none of the recipes—that's uh, uh, Jen Fujikawa—wrote the recipes. They're fantastic. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've thought about cooking a couple of them, but I haven't gotten the uh, you know the nerve up to some of the more fun ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, there's there's uh, there's some great recipes in there. What I did was I um, I came up with a way to have the characters. Uh, hopefully believably introduce the recipes. I don't want to explain how that's done. I want it to be kind of a surprise. I'm also not sure if I'm supposed to explain how it's done, Mm
1: -hmm. but
2: um, the characters, it's, it's an in-universe cookbook. So, you know, the, the world that the Ghostbusters are from could conceivably find this, this cookbook on the shelves. And, you know, the, the explanations in there are from various characters, from the Ghostbusters universe, including Egon. I found a way to get Egon in there as well. So mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, no, I believe it's coming out the end of September. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's really great. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun project to work on. Oh,
1: okay. Um, okay, so Eric, I'm going to slowly start wrapping things up. Sure. So you're n- either your next convention or store signing appearance, when you have anything set up in the future for,
2: or for the- um, nothing concrete. I'm pretty sure, uh, pretty sure. Um, if, if things go to plan that I'll be at San Diego this, this summer, mm-hmm. unless something falls through, I, I should be, uh, I should be there for that. But beyond that, I haven't, I haven't lined anything up. I just haven't, uh, nobody's reached out and I haven't reached out. I've, I've been, I've been fine just, you know, Letting letting things stay calm, yeah. But uh, you know, I I kind of miss getting out and about. So you know, maybe 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 sometime this year I'll I'll pick something up uh, off the cuff. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. I'm. Well, um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask this one question. Like I, I know you say you you know besides maybe San Diego and that's pretty much it. But um, are you when when conventions start normally being scheduled again and mm-hmm. hopefully it this pandemic, you know, what is one of the things that you would look forward to going back to cons again?
2: Oh boy. You know, I just, I like talking comics with people. I like seeing um, other creators that I only get to talk to on the internet, you know, other fans that I only get to talk to on the internet. I live in an area where the nearest comic shop is a hundred miles away. Oh and the comic shop that I, um, the it's 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 a smaller comic shop. The nearest bigger comic shop is uh, about two and a half hour drive each mm-hmm. way. So it's 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 a haul to get comics, and it, you know. So I just. I look forward to being able to be in the environment where there are other people who geek out about the same stuff and being able to talk to them and interact with them about all this stuff without having to explain what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and why I'm, I'm getting a kick out of it, not having to type anything, just being able to, you know, uh, jabber on. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that, you know, just going out for a meal with folks, uh, who love the same stuff and and catching up. And it's just, you know, the environment is a big part of it because obviously I can text, I can phone call, I can zoom, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, there's something just about, you know, getting to hang out and be in the presence of and chat with, with other folks that uh, that I've missed. And I, well, I'm sure a lot of people have missed, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward most to getting back to. Okay.
1: Now my final question is, what is the most fun or awesome thing you love working in comics?
2: I, I just like being able to straight have fun and inject humor in places where humor might not be expected, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a weird way of phrasing it. But I mean, I just, you know, I have, I have fun finding that perfect turn of dialogue for a character. Um, you know, they the kind of go, oh, yes, yes, this is perfect. I can't I can't believe I didn't think of this before and, and writing it down and having it affixed and, and getting it through little things like that or the, or the perfect action scene for the artist to draw or the perfect, you know, whatever. I just I, I have I have fun getting through the process and, and finding the, the the joy in the story and, and getting it on the page. I mean, I just love making comics. I, I love the the entirety of uh, the process maybe not paying taxes for the stories I've written, but I mean, every other part of the process I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. Top to bottom. And I have fun doing it.
1: Eric, thank you very much. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Thank you very much. Um, yeah, that, that was great. Um, so Eric, you know, Eric Mahalo, thank you for your time. You know, thank you for coming back on the show.
2: You know, like, I, like said, I said, Ben, anytime, anytime, happy to come back.
1: And this is great talking to you, especially, oh man, the GI Joe adventures. That is great. It is. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, So, um, you know, um, I want to wish you and Dan all the success for the GI Joe Saturday morning adventures and also the success for your new book downside, not far just down. And, and I'm going to pick up that book from, and it's on Amazon, correct?
2: Amazon. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's exclusive to Amazon. It's just oh. a, you know, I, I threw it up on the, uh, it's, it's their print on demand. So, I mean, it's the only place you can get it, but it's, it's there. It's easily available. All right. No, but I,
1: because some, it's, that book sounds perfectly for me. And also too, I wish you success for the, the, um, the cookbook that you're, um, that, that, that you worked on that's coming out in September. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. No. So, oh, yes. Now. Um, for our listeners, you know, if you are a new comic book fan or a lifelong comic book fan, please check out GI Joe Saturday Morning Adventures. Issue two comes out on March twenty third, and if you guys get a chance, you know, um, you know, pick up a copy of um, Eric's book, Downside, not far, just down, that is available on order um, through Amazon, and also keep an eye out for the um, the cookbook and Down Again. Um, not yeah, um, Eric, Eric, um. Again, what's the name of the cookbook again? I'm sorry.
2: Oh, it's it's just straight up the official Ghostbusters cookbook. It's coming out through Inside Editions. And uh, yeah, no, you can uh, you can find it. Well, anywhere you get a book, you can you can find it up for pre-order right now.
1: Okay. All right. Um, now, I also want to thank Drew the Coles, the Comics for Fun and Profit. Drew, thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes. You know, thank you very much. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit. That comes out every Saturday. And I want to thank you, the listeners. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha.
3: Join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash comics for fun and profit. Why, you ask? Well, because we are on episode 700 and something, and we've been cranking these out for a decade for you. So, hey. Support us, give us, throw us a shackle or two, toss a buck our way, toss three bucks our way, Um, toss five or 10, you know, your choice. You can um, support us at any level and that level gets you in our Slack channel. You get to be a part of our daily conversations that extend beyond our weekly podcast. You get entered into contests. We've given away multiple 9.8 slabbed comics, over the years Um, we enjoy uh, providing early access to our various episodes we have exclusive access to shows that never see the light of day elsewhere video shows review shows exclusive episodes just for our patrons access to drew's comic pot project really a more of a curse and a burden for patrons but um, you get to see Uh, my fledgling attempts at making comics, uh, panel pages, process stuff, even signed and remark original prints. If you, if you want, you know, I can hook you up with that sort of thing. So there's tons of reasons to join Patreon. If you want, if you like what we're doing and you want to help us out, server costs ain't cheap. Kyle and I have been doing this, like I said, for 10 years. We love it, but we could always use, um, a little motivation. A little something, a little, what our whistle. A little something to, to give us a taste. Join our
2: Patreon, patreon.com slash comics